Alright, oh my gosh. Should we introduce ourselves? Oh yeah. So, I'm Sarah. And I'm Catherine. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to Cocktails and Commentary. Yeah, so... Well, I don't know about... Have you ever done a podcast before? I haven't. Okay, no. me neither. So, this is gonna be real rough. Oh yeah. But I'm it's more for us it. than for anyone else. So, yeah. if you don't like it, that's your fault, I yeah. guess. It's yeah. just for funsies. It's for funsies, yeah. So, um, I think mostly we're going to delve into The Bachelor. The Bachelorette. There, there's Bachelor a, in Paradise. Mm-hmm. We're going to dabble in Love Island because it's the same concept. It's just, Yeah, but like worse. I liked the UK Love Island. Yeah. I feel like they wanted to do like an American Love Island and like... But we're just inherently... I don't like the people that they chose to be on it. Yeah. I think that's the problem. Yeah. The thing is, like, I love Ariel Vandenberg, and I got so fucking excited when I saw that she was hosting it. She's so beautiful. She's finally, like, graduated from Taco Bell commercials. Uh, but okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Hold on. So as somebody that is a huge Taco Bell advocate, (laughs) legitimately cried at work when I didn't get into the Taco Bell hotel... Can you ever graduate from a Taco Bell commercial? I feel like that's the pinnacle of stardom. That might be, you know? Thank you. I was thrilled <laughs> to be in a Taco Bell commercial. I love it so much. But anyway, super proud of her. Yeah, I just... Yeah, I don't know. I like I just, it when you see people who, like, were big on Vine finally, like... Make it? Make it, like become more like accepted into the society i agree with you celebrity society yeah no i agree i i think that um influencers are i think it's definitely an oversaturated market and i think it's gonna crash sooner rather than later (laughs) and this is just my uneducated two cents it's not it's not sustainable sustainable. yeah it's so oversaturated now that it's just not really everybody's an influencer Exactly. Everybody thinks they're somebody, especially in LA. But there's so much pressure and hard work that goes into it. I feel like people kind of like, I don't know. Well, they, the thing is, if I have people reaching out to me on my Instagram that has like 700 of my like actual friends or sorority <laughs> sisters on it, mm-hmm. I feel like you know anyone can truly be an influencer at this point. Have you had people reach out to you? Yeah. The only person that's ever reached out to me on Instagram was a, like, bald hair club that literally wanted to shave my head. <laughs> I'm not joking. Oh I can pull it up. They were like, you have beautiful hair. Have you ever been interested in having your head shaved in public? Can that be the thumbnail of this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I I think that I responded, LOL, no. <laughs> That's so funny. Let's see if I can find it. I'll have to show it to you because, <laughs> oof. Um, okay, yes, yeah, so let's talk about uh, The Bachelor. And you, yeah, I feel like we should start off by, like, talking about our opinions of the final three first. And yeah, then we can go into Luke P. I just feel like Luke P, everyone has talked about Luke P. He sucks. We get yeah. it. We can delve into it and give, like, our side of the story, but yeah. I'd rather talk about the uh, Yeah, let's three. talk about the final three. We can, like, dabble with Luke P. Cool, so who do you want to start with? Um, let's start with Tyler, because everybody really loves him. I love him. I'm going to give you my opinion, and then yeah. you give me your opinion, and then let's discuss. Yeah. So, Tyler C. is maybe one of, like, the most beautiful men I've ever seen in my life. He's oh, a yeah. full-on Adonis. He knows it. He's very, like, southern. 
Like, he's very... Do you, he's do you, cute, but he looks like a southern gentleman. You know what I mean? He got his MBA from Wake Forest, dude. Did he, he's from Jupiter, Florida. Which is one of the wealthiest... Yeah, it's one of the wealthiest cities in the U.S. That, doesn't, that like, doesn't entirely surprise me, because no. he had a yacht. Dude, he's a fuckboy from Florida that went to Wake Forest, and I'm here for it. <laughs> like, yeah, and that's fine. I love him. Yeah. I think he's everything. He's yeah. been a feminist icon, like, in the best way. Yeah. Um, he's definitely not ready to get married. I think he's good bachelor material, but... I think he's good bachelor material, and I think, like, if you're looking for, like, a good boyfriend, he's gonna treat you right. He's, like, the... I don't know, because I thought I Dean know. was a good boyfriend that was going to treat you right, and then Dean turned out to be the ultimate Can we talk about Dean's mustache? Oh my god, be sporting. Dean's mustache? <laughs> I like, so don't beautiful. like a man with a mustache. I'm not looking for, to take a mustache ride, no. you know? <laughs> no, I really don't like facial hair. I'm, <laughs> I'm not like really it. not a facial hair person. Okay, but yeah, my last thing I have to say about Tyler C, I love him. I think he'd be a great bachelor. Yeah. I'm here for it. I think he's beautiful. I just think, you know, he's a young, hot stud who Gigi Hadid just followed on Instagram. That is true. So I saw that. I think he has a long road ahead of him before he gets married. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I think that's cool. That's fine. Yeah. My husband just sneezed. All right. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Get, Everyone your- has their own journey. I don't. I feel like Tyler is going to end up becoming the Bachelor. I hope but so. I hope so. I think that would be a really good season. Mm-hmm. But I also don't feel like he's ready to get married. I I still don't feel like Hannah's ready to get married. No, like none of these people should really be getting married. Hannah is a twenty-four-year-old Miss Alabama sweetheart. She was looking for you know some fame and some love for sure. I feel like I I could tell if. I feel like she probably felt like that southern pressure to like get married young. I guess yeah. so. I That's just, a very real thing. I know that from being in Louisiana. <laughs> I get it. Honestly, just I got married at 24 yeah. and I never thought that I would, but my now husband and I had been together almost 6 years and so yeah. it was a little bit different than being 24 and dating somebody for three months and getting engaged. I think that that's yeah. just, like, a totally different thing. Um, yeah. So I think that she, you know, she should enjoy her time. But I'll, I'll be honest with you, having a really young bachelor or bachelorette makes for the best season. This has been the best season. It's been amazing because she hasn't made good choices, yeah. but which has been so fun to watch because of the drama, as opposed to like Rachel's season sucked. Becca's season sucked. I hated watching Becca's season. Becca's so season boring. was like watching grass grow. Fucking right. It was so boring. Who's and that it, guy who's on... From Becca season, who's on the Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise, Blake, Blake, yeah, okay. I think he's so annoying. Can I spill <laughs> some tea for a second? Yeah, because this comes out apparently in the first episode of Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, apparently he has had sex with Tasha, Hannah G, Kaylin, and Christina. But I don't get it, because I never found him to be, like, attractive. No, I just think he got egotistical, and he got in his head and entered Bachelor Like, why did why do these women have, like, low standards? I don't know. Maybe they're young. Maybe, like, yeah, maybe he's better in person. I don't know. Um, I just will never forget watching Becca's season and seeing that episode where he did the 
hometown and he talked about the school shooting and I felt like it was just so forced. It was very pandery. It was very like. pandery. It was like a, it was like he wanted like a pity rose, you know? Exactly. It was like he wanted her to feel bad for him. Yeah. And it's like, don't take a very, very real thing that has happened. It has had affected so many people yeah. and just use it for your platform. I don't know if that know? was producer induced or if that was Probably like... Both. I think it was a little column A and a little column B, yeah. but I don't. I think it was in poor taste. Yeah, I I agree. I just really think it was. I don't know. It was really pandering. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Just on this on this same note, have you seen the Ted Bundy movie with Zac Efron? Yes. Okay. So my opinion on that is, I was so so frustrated that they kind of made him into this martyr, this almost yeah. like very sexy like celebrity where I understand that they were coming from his wife's point of view but it frustrated me so much that they didn't show any of the graphics of what he actually did in the yeah. entire film just I because feel like the Netflix series did a way better job of that oh I agree but it's like Bundy tapes I, I feel like I, when they made the Zac Efron movie they wanted to bring a different perspective to like the story they were like glorifying it that, here's my my frustration that I tied into Blake and what he did with that season is it's one doing it for the fame and two my frustration with that movie was if I was the family of one of the victims of Ted Bundy and I'd seen that movie I would have been horrified because how dare you like how dare you make him into you know this sexy guy where you know I understand he was sexy I understand you know people liked him but I wish that they had shown that and then at the very end like flipped the switch and shown him actually do something very gruesome yeah. Or just like turn because I and said they just made him into this like yeah yeah right, like a mortar yeah it really is the most accurate way to describe it yeah and like with the uh, Becca's season that episode um I think that episode was so uncomfortable I will he never wasn't forget at it the shooting he wasn't at the shooting and, and he didn't show a lot of emotion no. when he was talking. like because he wasn't at the shooting yeah he wasn't there and it made me kind of mad because if I had been and I also like okay most of the people that they have on the Bachelor who, like, they randomly run into. They're, like, straight from central casting. Sure. So it's, like... <laughs> it's, like, the cats are trying to get much Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> They're old demons. <laughs> I love them. But, um... <laughs> All of those people are straight from central casting. So it's like, were the people walking around in the school, were they actual teachers or were they just people from central casting who Blake was walking around pretending to be friends with? You know? And it really, like, if I had been... Yeah, at the shooting, if that had been, or if I had been, you know, the family of a victim of an actual school shooting, I would have been so offended because it's like, how dare you trivialize, trivialize like what I went through, what my family yeah. went through, just for like television, for your 10 minutes of fame. Like, yeah. what's wrong with you? Well, yeah. Um, but anyway, I feel like we're, you know, this isn't Becca season. Fuck Becca season. It sucks. Fuck Becca season. Uh, we have a, a crazy bitch at the helm, and so it's been a great season. Yeah. Like, she's She's been all over the fuck boys, and it's been wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. I like, I support Hannah's journey. But. Me too. Yeah, so Tyler C. I'm full Tyler C. for Bachelor. Like, my, yeah. he was okay. He, he seemed to start a lot of, he seemed, um really into starting drama and instigating so I didn't really like that but yeah I like there was a couple parts of the season where it, it like seemed like he played up what happened so that it would like 
Like what happened with Cam? Mm-hmm. Like Cam didn't like ask for a pity rose. No. Was he annoying as hell? Yeah. Yes. But like, <laughs> did he ask for a pity rose? Maybe that was a bit of an exaggeration. Oh, fucking preach! He did not ask for a pity rose. I feel like I still didn't like Cam. Hmm. I felt yeah. like Cam was going home no matter what because Ka- she Hannah didn't was like, Cam. like not into Cam. No. But, but it was. I, I Mike was. I I do kind of like Mike. I I don't I don't dislike Mike. Yeah. I just think that he did He's, a lot of things to be, like, the spokesperson for the house, and I think that kind of sucks. Yeah, I do agree with that. Yeah, but he's like the best that. smile. I liked what he said at the men tell-all about Luke, hmm. though, when he was like, you want a woman who's going to be a prisoner of mm-hmm. you, you know? Mm-hmm. And I agree with that, because I think that it is probably what's going to... Yeah, I you like know? Mike a lot. Mike's a G. No. He's from San Antonio, so. Is he? Points. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. He's, I know he's from Texas. He's from San Antonio. Okay. Hold, like, let me just pull up this one thing um, when we're on the topic of, like, the prisoner thing. Okay, so I texted my best friend this um, because yeah. we, were, we talk about The Bachelor all the time. And we were talking about, you know, Jesus and sex and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, I texted her this verbatim. I was like, I, I feel the struggle of Bible Belt people shaming sex as a sin when you don't feel like you're doing anything wrong. Like, I literally had that struggle all through college where shitty people like Luke P would be so shaming of sex and alcohol and weed, but turn around and be genuinely bad people and hide it behind religion. Where yeah. I feel like no matter what you believe, and if you believe in nothing, if you are Jewish, if you're yeah. Christian, if you're whatever, the, the main teaching is be a good person and not don't do this, don't do that, and yeah. judge everyone for their different life circumstances, especially, like, if, yeah. let's say I, I smoke a J. Like, that doesn't affect anyone. Why would you judge me for that yeah. when you do something horrible, like Luke P in his everyday life? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I totally agree. I feel like, you I know, really like what um, what Chris Harrison said in Lauren Zima's interview. What, uh, what he was talking about was, um, he was like, I feel like the religion thing is still somewhat new to Luke since he talked to Jesus in the shower. Yeah, he found God while he was playing with himself found- naked. <laughs> <laughs> I've, like, had my own thoughts about what that actually was. (laughs) I'm like, what was his version of, like, God talking to him in the shower? (laughs) But, like, what did that actually look like? But, um, like, Chris said in the interview, he's like, I feel like it's still kind of a new thing to him, so he hasn't quite learned how to interpret and, like, think of it in more of a metaphorical term than, like, a literal like He's, a rule following. Yeah. Kind of and even Chris was like, you know, I really wish that like he will find the gray area instead of living in this black and white religious yeah. area. I just got chills. I know. Chris really like had a lot to say. I really like that interview. Wow. I'll, I'll definitely go watch it. I, I it's agree. a short little clip, but it's it's worth the watch because I, she also talked about like Luke was giving those little jabs at, like, Chris during Mm -hmm. the tell-all where Mm -hmm. he was like, um, you know, be careful what you're asking or, like, think about what you're asking. You know, it's like, Uh you don't say that to Chris Harrison. Uh -uh. He knows what he's asking. Yeah. He's a teleprompter. It's like, Luke came in with, like, a very, he probably came in with, like, pre-rehearsed, you know, lines of what he was going to say to defend himself. And when he was asked anything outside of that it was 
You know, he didn't know what to say. You know, I, I like, fully endorsed what Hannah said when she said, I feel like he used his religion as a weapon. Yeah. Because in my personal experience, I have had that happen so many times yeah. where people will shame me and judge me and fully hide it behind religion, whether they're being misogynistic, whether yeah. they're being sexist, homophobic, whatever. And they'll totally hide it behind religion where if you are religious or if you are not, be a good person. But yeah. if you are religious, I truly believe that the teachings are not don't do this, don't do this. If somebody does this, they're a bad person. It's yeah. literally all about the be a good person, strive for it. Just yeah. strive to be good to other people. So I yeah. feel like Luke really saw it as if you do this, you're unpure and you're not as good as I am. And yeah. I love Jesus more than you. And that sucks. Yeah. I also feel like, so um, anyone who watches like The Handmaid's Tale. Classic. I love The Handmaid's Tale, mm-hmm. but I felt like, you know, if. Anyone who watches it remembers that episode where they went in and talked about how the commanders created that concept of the handmaid. Mm -hmm. It was basically they took one part of scripture and used it to manipulate the wives into thinking that it was a holy ceremony. It was really just a way for the commanders to sleep with other people. Totally. I definitely saw a lot of parallels in like the thinking that like he had mm-hmm. and kind of that thought process in the show of like I'm going to take this story extremely literally and I'm going to use it to manipulate yeah. you know, my girlfriend or my wife yeah. or whatever into thinking something that she's not okay with is actually okay. Yeah. And that's just not okay in my opinion no and you know i totally agree with you just like the weaponization of religion just using it a lot against her and so many it's disgusting i have so many experiences where people have done that like I, i had a roommate in college who was sleeping with um you know, a lot of my friends drug dealers and like doing all this crazy stuff. And because I was not a Southern Baptist, she looked at me and said, I need to be around better people that will bring me up. <laughs> and I was like, you're a You're mean like, girl. Do you, have you looked in the mirror recently? Yeah. And I was like, I would never judge you for doing anything <laughs> yeah. crazy or wrong, but don't, don't look down on me because I'm not a Baptist. Like that's so mean. But anyway, I, yeah, we're drinking vodka right now, so I'm a little. Yeah. Uh, I don't really super remember what I was gonna say, um, but no, I I agree with you, and I think that Luke, I felt really bad for him because with the situation when he was talking about sex, I understand where he was coming from, on one point being like. I wanted to marry this girl. I don't like her. I think a lot of people on The Bachelor have that concern of, like, are you sleeping with other people in the fantasy suite? He just did it the wrong way. He did it. He went about it the Mm -hmm. completely wrong way. Mm -hmm. And if he had worded it in a way that wasn't so condescending and acting like he he knew what was best for her, I think, like, the whole way he approached it was horrible. Horrible. And I also want to say, like, there's a lot of people, like on Twitter or whatever, who were talking about, oh, they gave him a bad edit. 
But I just want to say, like, said it. the producers can plant seeds of ideas in someone's head, but they don't force you to follow a script. You said it. So yeah. if you don't say it, they can't put it on TV. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I do. There is a little bit of choppiness and a little bit of cutting that happens. You might not be getting the full conversation, but you're getting a pretty good idea of what it, you yeah. know, you, you the emotions are real. Yeah. I, I believe that what he said was what he meant, and he backtracked a lot. I felt like the tell-all especially was, like, his time to kind of sit there and own his shit, and he didn't. Yeah. He was, like, he would make a point and then backtrack on it, mm-hmm. and it was super frustrating. Yeah. To watch. Yeah, he's a manipulative bitch. If he had just, like... <laughs> one of my favorite Points for moments, Chris. Yeah. One of my moments, favorite moments of the series was... When Chris Harrison was telling <laughs> Hannah that uh, Luke had a ring in her pocket, and his fucking face—the maniacal, just, knew just like <laughs> he is a ring. He was what are about you to spill some tea it? in yeah. his face as he was <laughs> knocking it over like one of these cats. Was yeah. just Chris Harrison loves <laughs> the drama. Uh, I like. I feel like being a producer on The Bachelor would be so much fun because you just, you can like plant those seeds and you can just like watch it blow up from like a distance. It's like setting a fire and watching it from across the street. And it's like, and I think that's really hilarious. Yeah. But my point is like when they edit the show, they're only editing so much and you know, they still say it. They still have to say it. Yeah. It's kind of like a lot of the drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race Mm -hmm. who are turned out to be villains. They're like, you know, it's not the editing. I said it. I'm going to own my shit. I just really wish that, like, Luke did that. Me too. Yeah. And I think he did on certain fronts, but then he would backtrack and kind of, like, yeah. so, I don't know. But, yeah, I bet the, the sex thing, I totally understand one point. If he had not been so controlling and belittling yeah. and judgmental, it would have been a totally different conversation. Because if I was thinking if... You know, if we were dating, yeah. and I saw you as my future wife, yeah. and I was like, hey, sex is really important to me. I don't want to, you know, I'm really concerned. Like, are you yeah. sleeping with other people? I, I feel like, you know, it would be a totally different conversation as opposed to, I know you're saving yourself. I just need to hear it because you're unpure, and I would leave if you, you know, because... I, I would have been totally pissed if I was one of the top three and, like, they were fucking everyone else. I would be like, yeah. so you, you don't want to get married? You're just trying to sleep with everybody and then you'll just pick me at the end? Yeah. So I get where he was coming from. I just think it was misogynistic and sexist and controlling and he hid it behind religion, which sucked. Yeah. I think that, like, I I don't think Luke passed the psycho vow. <laughs> when, like, like I don't, I feel like they were just like, this is going to make good TV, and they just kind of, like, let it slide. <laughs> I'm sure they're like, we got a ringer. <laughs> they're like, well, we're going to have someone who's going to... Because there's, like, there was an interview where another, um, like, YouTube channel, I don't remember who it was, but they brought on, like, an ex-producer of The Bachelor and Bachelorette, and they were like, the thing is, you can't predict... Who's gonna have a connection? Oh my gosh, so, I watched that. Yeah. It was uh, and <laughs> producer? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I don't know if that was like Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um so 
I feel like that's kind of what happened was they were like, oh, we're going to have this person who's going to stir the pot. And then they had a connection and they were like, oh, shit. They were like, uh-oh. <laughs> this person's going to be here for a while. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why was he there so long? Like, well, yeah. it was so annoying. It was it's just like, a bloop show. In a way, like, I loved when Hannah was like, stay in your freaking lane. Because I was like, you know what? They yes. should be staying in their lane. But yes. I also feel like if you have that many people who dislike someone, to a certain point, you have to start listening to it. Totally. And but at the same dad's point, dad's got in trouble. Everything that he did, the guys just like went after him, and it was always like the losers, like Garrett. You know, like Garrett was a <laughs> fucking loser. I think that a lot of like what was done to Luke by the guys was definitely them like mob mentalitying it, and you know, like really going after him, which he sucked. So that's fine, but it's still like it left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, I felt like the. Parts of the mental all to bad taste in my mouth, too, because I felt like it was still that mob mentality. Yeah, they yeah. were just attacking him. They were just attacking him. And to be honest with you, I think the only person who deserved to attack him at this point is Hannah because she was the one in the relationship. Amen. Amen. So it's like, you know, when when if Hannah like wants boy. to have the last word, she was the one who dated him. Mm-hmm. I feel like she has a right to say that. I don't feel like the guy should have said shit to him. Yeah. I, like, I think it, may, it makes you look so bad if you tear down another person, yeah. especially if they're already down. Like, yeah. what is the point in being mean and causing more strife? Yeah. Also, he left, according to Ashley I, he left the men tell all because he because had a flight, he had a for, flight a wedding. for a wedding, mm-hmm. not because he was upset. So I feel like that's also something that needs to be said. Yes. Because it kind of made it sound like he got upset and he just, like, left. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> no, he had a flight. He had a wedding. Yeah. yeah. Also, I love Ashley I. I do love Ashley. I think she's a real-ass bitch, and she got her man. She did. And apparently, okay. So she knew what she wanted, and she freaking went after it. She did. Even when it was not socially acceptable. And, and you know fine. what? Cheers to her. And cheers to her. <laughs> and she's getting married She's next getting month. married. You know what? Go Ashley. Go Ashley. And and you know what? This is just going to reel it back in. We can cut this. But it was fine. Um, I but think it's fine. It's fine. But uh, on a, her and Jared's last season of Bachelor in Paradise, apparently everyone fucking hated Kayla. Like, and they just edited it out. And apparently Kayla said to Lace and to Amanda that she was like, oh, I don't like Jared. I'm just going to get engaged and then leave him after the show. And so apparently everyone hated her. And uh, it was all cut to make Ashley look like the villain. That's so funny. I know. And people backed it up. Like, Lace has backed it up. Amanda Stanton has backed it up. Yeah. Ashley's talked about it. Apparently, Kayla's just, like, a huge bitch. Yeah. And I feel like on a show like Bachelor in Paradise, where I feel like Paradise, they're monitored a lot more. Yeah. Like, it's probably a little bit more of, like, a Big Brother thing where they're constantly having cameras on them and they just kind of pick and choose what they show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because there... I remember there was one... The only thing I saw was uh, Kayla came up to the group and Lace said, get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't want to talk to you. And she just left. And I was like, ooh. Ooh. Yeah. But anyway, back to the story. I really loved how Pilot Pete just did not get involved in the drama. Yeah. He just fucking would not get involved. And I was like, that's the kind of, like, stand-up guy you want, you know? Yeah. I really like Pete. I would have chosen Pete, hands down. I but think. But she wanted a southern boy. I mean, yeah. Which I think is 
not my type, but you know what? Some people are really into that. You know, I, I <laughs> not my place to say if you're into that, that's your personal yeah, choice. But I think that not my flavor of ice cream. Everyone in the world is similar in that everyone is different. There are douchebags in every part of the country. You just got to pick and choose what you want. So I don't really mind any part of the country. I love my southern boys. I married one. Um, but I think that she's very closed-minded to other parts of the country, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, but anyway, do you want to get into Peter? <laughs> yeah, let's get into Peter. Okay. Our windmill boy. Our windmill boy. I think, you know, I think he's going to leave. I think he is, too, and I'm really upset about it. I think he's going to. I think she fucked him because she knew that she wouldn't get another chance. Yeah. See, that's... Okay, so people were saying that she... They thought that Tyler... She didn't have sex with Tyler. Yeah. Because she, like you know, wasn't that into him or whatever, but I feel like it's the opposite. I feel like she didn't fuck Tyler because she wanted to, like, really, like... Have an emotional connection. Yeah, she, like, was okay with waiting. Yeah. Which means that she probably felt like there was going to be, like, another chance. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's me thinking too deep into it. No, I know. I totally agree with you, girl. I feel like... I feel like when you have someone that you really care about, you're, like... A little bit more cautious. Yeah, I think that she knew with Tyler that it was not going to be an issue, yeah. and that physically, like any any red blooded American would jump on Tyler, man, woman, or kitty cat. You know what I mean? Like I know anyone would jump on him, and so I think that her concern was more, you know, is he just playing me? Is he a fuck boy? Like, yeah. but no, I agree with you, girl. I think that her having sex with him was a very mature move on her part, which yeah. I was impressed with. Yeah. I'll be honest, there is a true difference between, like, effing somebody and, like, making love. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And I feel like when you have actual feelings for somebody and it's there, it's really, really growing, but you're you're worried that the, the emotional and, you know, that kind of connection isn't there. Yeah. Like, I think it's great to take a step back and be like, I know that we're going to have a great time if we do this, but, like, let's talk. Let's get to know each other where the cameras aren't here. I'm just, I'm so impressed that she did that. Yeah. She is, her season. And I think a lot more people do that on the fantasy suites than they really, like, let up to. Oh, yeah. It's like, I feel like whenever they have fantasy suites, it's always, like, implied in some way or fashion. Mm-hmm. And I wish that they would kind of, like, maybe chill with that because I feel like a lot of people actually are not having sex. A lot of people are just trying to see who the other person is when the cameras aren't on. You know, I have a lot of feelings about this and I'm glad you brought it up um, because I feel the exact same way because this is the first time these people are together without cameras. Yeah. And apparently in Rachel's season, she went over all of uh like all of her finances with all of the boys that went to the bachelor or went to the fantasy suite she went over, she went over like the finances yeah they went that's over, epic isn't it epic? <laughs> that that's is like a, a real ass, ass bitch, bitch. that it's, is a boss ass like, real ass bitch what they did like apparently rachel went over politics finances credit scores <laughs> debt like what their like f- like five year plan yeah. is. They went over all of the things that you need to get you know to go what? over. Her season was boring, yeah. but I like Rachel a lot. Oh, dude, and I it's like Becca too. Yeah, boring ass seasons because they were like women that knew what they wanted and like they were old enough. <laughs> it not just to makes for the bullshit. Yeah, because they like yeah because they like made the right choice. I was young and dumb. Yeah, which is makes for a fucking great season. Yeah. Uh, well, the thing is, I think everybody has a loop pee. Yeah. Most people have a Luke P that they end up dating. 
yeah. your kryptonite, your the one person who you know it's toxic and it's bad for you, but you still go back to totally. it. Totally. Everybody has that one person. Yeah. And hopefully, like, it doesn't reach the level of Luke P, but... Yeah. I don't know. The, the Bachelor, surprisingly, like, gave this woman a great feminist platform, which I was so happy about. Like, it yeah. really... I don't... I, I don't know. She wasn't shamed. I, I loved it. Yeah. Goosebumps, again. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, Rachel's season, Becca's season, super boring, but they made the best decisions. Yeah. Because they went over their finances. They did all that kind of stuff. They did the kind of things where, That's like... That's just so smart. I, like, I feel like that would be me if I ever went on the show. I yeah. would never do it. But, like... Yeah. You should do <laughs> I, it. <laughs> It's great. We'll talk. We'll talk later about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's. I don't know. Chris and I like. Well, we. I mean, we lived together for years and years before we got married. So we yeah. were already. But we, that's good. We lived together when we were nineteen. That's another thing that's different. Is like dating someone is very different from like living with someone. Totally different. And that's totally just like in a relationship in general, people need to like experience that. You really, like, I cannot imagine. That's why, like, getting engaged to someone off of, like, this TV show, I just, for me, it's not something that I could see being very, like, realistic. It's unrealistic, but when it happens, like, yeah. it's awesome. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, honestly, I have so many friends. I would want to, like, live with someone before I get engaged, I guess. Yeah. That's, I, like, where I was going with that. I, I think yeah. that's a really, really good mindset. Just yeah. because, like, for me, like... I have so many friends that I love so dearly that I would never live with because they're horrible roommates. Exactly. Where Chris and I, we live so well together. I lived with a lot of my friends and they were all awful roommates. Yeah. So I understand. People can be fucking psycho. But, like, Chris puts up with my messiness and yeah. I, I put up with him being a wonderful roommate. Yeah. Um, but, like, I, I think that... Going into that blind, you don't understand that how living with somebody and not knowing their habits, like, yeah. that really affects everything so much. Oh, yeah. And especially, hey, when you get married, if the person you marry is in debt, guess what, bitch? You're in debt, too. You yeah. need to know about their financial situation. If they're 100 grand oh in my debt, God, yeah. you're fucked. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I agree with that. So, a lot of my friends who got married in college, mm -hmm. I, like... When you get married in college, I think it's very complicated because your financial situation changes. So if you have a scholarship, for the most part, you lose it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and, like, there's, like, other financial things. It, like, completely changes your, you know, taxes and, like, mm -hmm. things like that. So it's, like, I feel like a lot of people when they marry young are not really, like, looking into that. They don't the know. The financials. They yeah. don't know what to look for. Yeah. So it's, like, I just, like, I don't know. Yeah. The fact that Rachel did that just, like... I live for it. I feel like that's also common with the whole hyper-religious, no-sex-before-marriage type. Yeah. Yeah. Where they just get married, and then they fuck, and they realize it's not, like, that big of a deal. Well, yeah. Yeah. Y yes, because it's not. Yeah. It is, like, again, we were talking about it earlier, like, it is, it's a very intimate act, like, yeah. you know, I, I don't really have much experience outside of my marriage but you know we weren't yeah. virgins when we got married because we yeah. lived together for years on years and years yeah um but it's one of those things where like i think it's again like atrocious that people shamed us so much yeah like we got shamed all through college and all through living together because yeah. we lived together and i was like this is what's best for me it's yeah. a prudent choice right. and I, i'm gonna be married to him forever that's what i don't like is like 
It really, when you're dealing with sex and things like that, it really is a personal choice. What does it have to do with Jesus? What? <laughs> and if yeah. it does, if it does in your relationship with whatever you believe in, that's fine. Just don't yeah. judge other people. Everybody's journey is different. Yeah. For some people, the journey is, you know, waiting till marriage. For other people, the for journey sure. is, you know, figuring out what you like and then getting married. And that's all And that's all very okay. common. Literally, Both are very common. And, and all of it is okay. It really depends yeah. on who you are. But it's kind of frustrating for me when I hear sex as this, like, ultimate sin before marriage. Where if it does not hurt anyone else, yeah. how, like, if, if I don't perceive it as a sin, yeah. why do you? Like, why do you perceive me as sinning? Like, if you, let's say if you rob a bank and I have sex with my long-term boyfriend, they are not the same. Why do you equate them? Yeah. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. If it doesn't hurt another human being and it makes me happy and it's what's best for me, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No. Every, again, everybody's journey is different. Yeah. If you and want to have a one-night stand, have a one-night stand. Yeah. Like, if it doesn't hurt anybody and it makes you happy. Sometimes it's good for the soul. Sometimes it's good for the <laughs> sometimes soul. Sometimes it's good for the soul. And I also think that, like, there's a big difference in knowing what you want in a relationship and knowing what you want in sex exploration is important yeah but at the same point like i don't know i fell head over heels in love and had sex with my boyfriend and that's okay and some people don't fall head over heels in love until they're in their 30s and that's fucking okay too that's the journey for me yeah and that's fucking okay (laughs) yeah so just like don't judge other people that's all i have to say about that there's like everybody's journey is different and everybody's journey is so different everybody and you know people have different beliefs when it comes to it it's just like you need to be able to live in a world where you respect other people's choices even if it goes against what you believe and i i really think you don't have to agree with it but you do have to respect it person but it's beyond that for me it's just like the judgment makes me so angry because personal beliefs are personal for a reason and that they align with your journey and where you are going in your life but somebody else lives a totally different life from you and what's good for you is not good for them so don't even like i don't know like you can't equate your experiences for me i wouldn't sleep around because i'm a married woman so, like, it would be wrong for me. Yeah. But for somebody else, that's exactly right for them. And that's what they need to do. And they need yeah. to explore and go fucking through it. And yeah. so, for me, I disagree with it because I'm married. But if I was a single woman, hell yeah. <laughs> you know? So, it's like, yeah. it's a totally different... Single Catherine would be wild. I'd be a wild girl. <laughs> uh, Amazing. But it's just like... I don't know. I just it really really frustrates me when I feel judged in any capacity because you don't you don't understand like what another person is going through. Absolutely not. So it's just like love everybody regardless of what they do unless they're intentionally hurting somebody else. Yeah. Then fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if they're in like a serious relationship and they're cheating, that's where I draw the line. That's like <laughs> like fundamentally like Absolutely. offensive to me. Yeah. But like other than that, you do you boo. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree with that. Okay, anyway. Okay. Back, back on Where track. Where even are we in this? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> okay. So we've, had, we've had a fair amount of alcohol. Well, yeah, we <laughs> like through this. We've gotten ahead. So the organization is non-existent at this we'll, point. We'll edit it's it. Alcohol. We'll edit It'll it. It'll be fine. It'll make it more interesting. Okay, exactly. what do we want to talk about next? Just got to keep up. Jed. Jed. Let's talk about Jed. <laughs> Yo, fuck Jed. Jed. Yo, every time I hear him croaking out some, like, super pitchy note, I'm just <gasps> like, why do we have to watch this? Oh, he's not even talented. He's, you know, 
I just like I'm not a big fan of country music, so like I probably wouldn't like his his content no matter what. Because I think th- I think that's what he sings is like country music, right? Yes. Okay. But he's just he's also kind of pitchy, and uh, I, just, I have a lot to say. Okay, go for it. Catherine's got a big speech. Let's okay. go. <laughs> I hate him, but and I didn't even hate him just after we found out he had a girlfriend. Yeah. It was a whole time, like, full season hatred for me. (laughs) And here's why. He reminds me of that douchebag that sings Wonderwall in the middle of the field expecting to hit on a girl. And it's just like, oh, God, I hate dudes with guitars. Literally, like, (laughs) it, like, makes my stomach churn because it's these douchebags that are looking to fuck somebody and they're looking for attention and they think that guitars will work. Oh, God, I hate it so much. He just, he's creepy looking. He's a stupid beard. He has a big forehead. (laughs) I'm going to let you finish. Let me finish because I'm going to eviscerate this dude. Okay. Let's go. He's a big ass forehead. He sings terribly in everything. And also, what girl's panties are going to drop when you're just singing the whole time? Like, if you sing a 10-minute song to me, I'm going to fucking leave. When yeah. Chris pulls out his guitar, Crispy's a great my husband. Crispy's a great little singer. He <laughs> is good at guitar. He's a wonderful little musician. And I leave the room and watch Netflix. And that's okay in our relationship because he loves it so much. And I will support him, but it annoys me so much because I would rather be watching something else and so like i watched him fucking on the piano jed now i watched jed on the piano i watched him in the guitar and it just made me think of that weird little virgin in high school that was trying to get a girl at a high school party by playing the guitar and we all were like this is weird you're just singing and i hate you so that's how i feel i do feel like you know, I am someone who's very attracted to musicians, and not even Jed can can turn me on. Anyway, fuck Jed. I hate Jed. He's so gross. He's so creepy. He's using it just for his platform. I really don't, like, the more that we, he just seems very boring to me. Like, what they have like given him? him the most boring edit. I don't know what she, they must be having good conversations that are not being shown. Where? Like, that's the only, <laughs> where? That's a great question. Yeah. Well, they don't really ever show them talking. If I was the bachelorette and a boy showed up with a guitar i would send him home night one for sure hands well, down what's interesting is a lot of people have tried to come on for their music careers and they haven't James let taylor them. yeah and they haven't let them so i don't know why they're letting jed run with this so much that's what bothers me so much about it i don't know honestly also i stick by his family because apparently his family had met Haley, the girlfriend like multiple yeah. times and so they were all like so I like what are you like, doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, "Yes, yeah, so we still like follow his music, right? It's a different path. He, we still yeah. pay for his rent, you know." Yeah. Oh my. He's twenty five. Yeah. Twenty five, and his parents still pay his rent. I can't really. Don't that suck? My brother's twenty nine, and my parents still pay his rent. Oh, wait, he lives with them. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that can be in the podcast. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm gonna leave that in. Alright. Um, but like Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know. I I really don't like Jed. I've never liked Jed. I don't think he's attractive. I think that like the musician thing is really weird and I don't know why she if she's gonna pick him, if she picks him, 
why she picked him. Yeah. But, like, fuck him. And he has a girlfriend. Yeah. Okay, so I feel like we should move on to Paradise now. Okay. So we've been talking about The Bachelor. Should we? I, I read the spoilers, so I'm, I'm not going to say anything, but okay. I, we can we can conversate about well, it. Well, we can conversate we wanna about, about Demi? it a little bit. We should definitely talk about Demi. I, Demi is one of my favorite people in the franchise, actually. Dude, she's a Texas State Zeta that graduated is she this really? year. Yeah. She graduated 2018 at Texas State Zeta. And also, apparently, she was bisexual way before The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. So I was worried when I first saw she it. She wasn't into Colton. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. I don't, I don't who think was? most... Who was? Even Cassie's not into him. It's obvious. She's going to leave him as soon as, as soon as she can. <laughs> Come on. Are they contractually obligated? No. No, they're I not. Didn't, no. I didn't think so. I think it's just she's, she's still milking her 15 minutes of fame. And I think everyone is saying that she doesn't love him, and so she's trying to, like, stick to it to prove him wrong. Yeah, she's, like, being stubborn about it. But she does not like him. It's... Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Fuck Cassie. I didn't like Cassie either, but... I didn't particularly like Cassie. I believed... You know, I just tend to believe the majority of the house. If the majority of the mm-hmm. house doesn't like somebody, I think that there's a reason. Every single person was like, hey, she's not ready for marriage. And she's like, no, you're wrong! And then he was like, I love you. And she's like, no, I don't even want to be a in a relationship i don't even want a boyfriend she's like i don't know what i want and it's like okay so everyone was right so why are you on the show bitch if you're not looking to get married that's the whole point because her a modeling agency probably wanted her to go on Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah this is the reality show yeah so i watched her first one it was trash and it was the same thing it was a, a guy chasing her and her being like i don't really I don't know what to do. I don't really like him. You should watch it. It's the same fucking bullshit. I don't think I could sit through it. I don't like Cassie enough. I really don't like her. I think she's the kind of girl that's, like, beautiful and looks like Hilary Duff and, like, gets any guy she wants and so is, like, I am struggling with everyone liking me. And it's like, oh, boo-hoo, Cassie. (laughs) No, I don't relate to that at all. Yeah. I think that Cassie was the type of person that was so beautiful that yeah. everyone wanted her and she saw it as such a problem and she was such a victim because everyone likes her and she did it on The Bachelor too. I like I can't relate to that. <laughs> I just can't. It's, it's annoying. And I really I don't like Cassie. I didn't like Kaylin either. No, no, no. Literally, like, and Cassie like, and Kaylin were just looking to be the bachelorette, is what they were doing. Like, Kaylin and Cassie, I feel like they're just, like, cute girls that just, like, want to have pictures taken of them and want attention, and, like, that's yeah, it. Yeah, they want, like, the sugar bear hair. hair <laughs> sugar bear hair, exactly. Sugar bear hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, like, that kind of thing. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but, uh, enough about Colton and Cassie. That's poor Colton. He's, he seems like such a sweet guy, and he got dumped by, like, every girl in the house. Well, you know what? Maybe there's a reason. He should, should have picked I Hannah was, G. I, the thing is, he's not the type of guy that's going to go for, like, the girl that's, like, super intelligent, like, super ready for marriage, and that's what's sad. I know. At least at this point in his life. He, that's probably going to change when he's older. He wants someone to talk down to. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, he like Taisha was way too good for him. 
I literally, I was like Tasha for Bachelorette, but it would have made another boring season because yeah. she would have known what she wanted. But I think she would have gone on interesting dates. She had already been skydiving and bungee jumping. Like, what else could she do at that point? So true. Like, she would have been down for literally everything, and I think she would have had the most interesting dates. True. I agree. So it's like, they would have, maybe, like, there wouldn't be the conversations that we're having now, but it would have been interesting. It would have been so... I think that The Bachelor and Bachelorette, it's... It's almost like Stockholm Syndrome because these people are stuck in a house for weeks on end and the only way for them to get out is for this one person to let them out for a few hours. And so they're obsessed with them because that's their only way of getting out. And so I think that it really is Stockholm Syndrome of them like falling in love with this person because they can leave the house and not be with a bunch of other people. But they also go on these Amazing amazing dates, these crazy adventures that like... You wouldn't go on if you were, like, a normal-ass human being. You'd be like, hey, come meet me at a coffee shop so I make sure you're not fucking creepy before we go on, like, a real date. Classic. You know? (laughs) Like, yeah, oh, I met you off of Tinder. I want to meet at a coffee shop and make sure you're not fucking weird. So, funny, funny story behind how Chris and I fell in love. So, the best man at our wedding is actually, was my best friend first. Yeah. So, he and I, like, met um, prior to our, like first day freshman year and we just hit it the fuck off we were like it's just really 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 close and um so we just started smoking weed together every night and um basically we became like really really good friends and then um he and chris were in the same fraternity and so they like became friends and so one night i was sleeping over at zach's house the the best man and chris was there and so, like, we... Oh, Jesus. Crispy, can you can you, can you get me a lime and some paper towels? Chris and I met smoking weed, and we, like, hung out at Zach's place a few times. And then for our first date, because um, we could all walk to each other's houses, our yeah. first date, we went and saw Carrie. I love that. The remake. Yeah. And then went to my friend's um, birthday party, Stoned, at IHOP. I love that. And it's, you know, that's the kind of true love first date you want. Yeah. It's like that college bullshit first date as yeah. opposed to like skydiving. <laughs> you, you didn't go bungee jumping on your first no. date. No. You know? You, you want to live like everyday life and like do like weird mundane shit and enjoy it together. That's when you know it's love. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of love, I feel like we should move on to Love Island. Okay. So what I want to know is... You said that you've been casually watching. Casually. Okay, so let's go back to, like, the main, the original people on the island. Like, we can kind of give our, like, basic opinions. We have... Okay. I guess the person that comes to my mind the most is Caro. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? I, like, think that she's really fun. Okay. But she's also, like, kind of out there and, like... Her, like, mannerisms when she's on a date and she's, like, trying to be kind of, like, cutesy. That's, yeah. Are a little, I think, over-exaggerated. That's, I, I really think that she's trying for TV. Does that make yeah. sense? I, yeah. She's definitely, like, ready to, like, get married if it means she stays on Love Island. Yes. You know? Exactly. Like, she's, she's doing the most to be on reality TV. It's, dude, it's but just, like... she's also, like, the most entertaining person for me to watch on the, like, season, so I'm like, okay, cool. Well, Kara's, uh, biggest fans right here. 
Yeah. Shout out. If you want to follow us, Kara, you can. It'll be uh, you and my husband. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. Amazing. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. um, No, I agree. I just think that everyone on that show, they're not there to get married. They're there to stay on as long as they can so that they can win. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And, like, get as much TV time as they can. Yeah, I love. They had Winston from Big Brother. Yeah. Who I I loved Winston when he was, like, on the show. He was in a big bromance with his buddy Brett, and mm-hmm. I thought it was, like, the cutest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't make it very far in Big Brother, which means that he's not a piece of shit. You know. Okay. I don't really watch Big Brother, so. So, Big Brother, it's kind of like the survivor. Yeah, like, please explain it to me because I don't know. Okay, so Big Brother, what it is is they find usually like 15 to 16 people to uh-huh. live in a house, and okay. it's considered like a social experiment. They do little challenges and things like that, and it like it honestly looks like a lot of fun. Like, if there was a reality show that I would go on, it would be probably Big Brother more than like The Bachelor or like anything else. Wow. So, there's, like, little challenges. It's kind of like Survivor. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will, like, create alliances and they kind of, like, work together because they want to reach, like, a certain level yeah. in the game. Interesting. Um, but there's always this kind of, like, hierarchy that gets created. So, the social experiment of it is, like, who's in the hierarchy and, like, how does it work each season? Yeah. And then they also do a celebrity version. Wow. So. I like That's so interesting. I love Big Brother. I don't particularly love this season because I don't think it's a lot of, like, game. Yeah. It's a lot of, like, kind of being a bully and, like, popularity. Yeah. More than, like, anything. It's not a whole lot of strategy like it normally is. Yeah. Like, for instance, this week, they have one of the stronger players is on the block. And he's on the block next to someone who, like... She's, like, irritating the rest of the house, but she's not really, like, a threat. Okay. Like, they could easily get her out next week. It's, like, not that big of a deal. But instead of voting out this guy who would be really difficult to get back on the block because he's a strong player. Okay. And people really like him. Okay. Instead of doing, like, a power move, they voted out this girl who's, like, really wouldn't be difficult to get out, like, next week. Uh, you know uh-huh. and it's like but why are you do like is it really benefiting your game because at the end of the, the day this one guy who's like a good player he's yeah. in it for himself he's not in it for you Fuck. you know yeah so it's very much like survivor no that's really that's really fascinating so i would love to see the, the behind the scenes stuff like how people actually interact with each other yeah well that's what's interesting is like yeah. There were some really nasty things said about, like, they have kind of, like, two African-American contestants. Yeah. Both of them ended up getting out, like, pretty early in this season. And um, I guess the girl, her name was, like, Kemi, and people were, like, super, super rude to her, and they were, like, making these comments that were super inappropriate and, like, racist, like, the N-word was said. But, like, of course, they're not going to show it on, like... CBS isn't going to show it on national television. Sure, yeah. But it gets showed on live streams because they can't really edit. Yeah. Oh, God. It's, like, you get to see, like, the full element of what it is if you do watch the live streams. Yeah. Yeah. And you get to see a lot of what's not being shown. Wow. So it's, like, I watched the edited uh, version 
today before, you know, we film this podcast. Yeah. And when you watch certain conversations, you're like, wow, they edited a ton of that out. It, like, wasn't... Like, Even, like, a thing. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, one of the conversations was really, really deep, and it lasted, like, an hour and a half with two of the contestants. Yeah. They edited it down to, like, two minutes, which I can understand. But, like, sure. when you see the two minutes, it's like... Oh, I might put you up on the block. You know, you might be going home this week. Yeah. And the she's like, and oh, I might be, you know, worried about that. But when you watch the full conversation, the whole, the conclusion of the conversation was, I'm not going to put you up this week. I trust you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, so, interesting. so it's like you see like the two second edited version and you're like, yeah. that's not at all what, you know, <laughs> yeah. is happening in the house right now. How interesting. <laughs> yeah. But I also feel for those producers because I don't know how the hell they edit that TV show. That would be, that would be a monster to edit. Like you'd have to be constantly watching live streams. Oh yeah. Oh Jesus. I don't know what's happening right now. Well, we should probably finish end this podcast. Yeah. Thanks for checking it out. We should have another one maybe soon. Yeah. We'll see. We got this. <laughs> we got this. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, you guys. Bye. Bye.